Wake up, sleepy heads. It's body time, yeah! Everybody, Rick again. Welcome back to another episode of Under My Wheels, the only show brought to you from behind the wheel of a blue 2015 Chevy Spark that I love to call the Blunicorn. So yes, we are coming to you crossing the Tennessee-Kentucky state line, and it is a gorgeous day. It's just a beautiful, such a nice day, and uh, you can tell I'm a bit more awake and. Uh, gonna have another fun time with you here play some tunes that uh, were some requests also talk about some movie news that's going on this is the best way that I can think of to deal with a grueling work day that's ahead so uh, you might as well try to have a little fun before it gets going right so with that being said I think we're just gonna jump straight into some movie news right now some interesting things that I saw uh, first thing that I saw now this kind of ties into the music world too but the original Halloween soundtrack is getting a 40th anniversary reissue, I guess you would say, on vinyl from Mondo. And I tell you what, I don't know if you've bought any of the Mondo stuff or not, but it's pretty impressive stuff. They do a fantastic job on, on reissuing the stuff. Nice box sets. Uh, so for you audiophiles out there that have to have the vinyl, this definitely has to be one that you've got to get because man that's i mean how iconic can you get john carpenter soundtrack for the original halloween reissued on vinyl and uh always the artwork they redo the artwork make it original and uh, i'm sure it's going to be killer and i got the reading on it. it's got a lot of special features and stuff on it too so that's going to be killer so be looking out for that one and watch out for this idiot it's in front of me here all right. Hey, I think uh, something new I want to try here, and this may work, it may not, but I just now thought about it. I think this show needs sponsors, so I'm really just going to yell out a company name that I see on a marquee when I'm driving to work, and that'll be our sponsor for the show. And I'm going to go easy on this one and because I, I just passed one, but uh, our sponsor for today's show is Dollar General, and I think their their motto is, for the redneck and you, come buy a bunch of cheap crap and some cookies. That's right. That's Dollar Generals. <laughs> Moving right along, since we've got our sponsor in place, let's talk about this new Predator movie again. We've got some more news about it. It says, the new Predator movie won't feature any alien references. Well, I'm relieved. Because the last thing I need is another rendition of Aliens vs. Predator. I mean... I don't know. Nothing. Not that it was that great to begin with, but I don't know. That's one of those ideas that I think probably felt like a good idea at the time, but in hindsight, you're probably going, yeah, that just really screwed up a lot of stuff. But anyways, I'm glad that they're rebooting the, the Predator thing to a certain degree. Uh, I hope that they try something kind of different with it, not bring aliens in it, 
But uh, from what I've been reading, it looks pretty promising. So we'll be on the lookout for that, for sure. Here's a good one for you. You know, you hear me talk about so far on the episodes about just the decline of what's going on with DC. Well, this kind of adds to it. And you can make up your own judgment on this if you think it's a good idea or a bad idea. But it says that the uh, they're going to reboot Batman again. <gasps> what a surprise. You know, they're as bad about with Batman as, as Marvel is with, with Spider-Man. Well, actually, it wasn't really Marvel. It was Sony just trying to squeeze it for every dollar they could. Every spider buck they could get out of it. So I guess DC's doing the same thing here. And uh, we're going to squeeze every bat buck out of it. Bat buck, and some bat change, but yeah, Batman movie casting rumors. So we don't know that it's fact yet. Suggest that they're going to get an actor that's 15 to 20 years younger than Ben Affleck. So last episode, I was just saying how I really like what they've done with Ben Affleck as a character, but now they're going to go for a younger version. So there you go. We're getting another Batman, folks. It sounds like regardless. Even if it's not a younger actor, I think Affleck's done. So, we'll see where this leads. Wow, that's that's what we need. Uh, another guy in here to throw into the mix to really just throw us off. I guess if you keep doing it, eventually you'll get the right one? I don't know. On top of that, because we can't even settle on one of the most iconic superheroes from DC, we've got this problem. It says, DC movie rumor, The Legion of Dune... Let's see, they're going to make a Legion of Doom movie is what it is. Or they were planning to. It says, Legion of Doom plans pushed back. Well, I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, when you got a Justice League, Justice League movie that was, you know, pretty much a, a stinker, adding the Legion of Doom to it's going to help it? Probably not. So you got a lot of house cleaning you got you to do first. You got to get these things lined up for it to work. I really think they rushed on Justice League to make this thing work just because Marvel Marvel was kicking their butt at the time. So uh, this is interesting news, I think, because would I be interested in the Legion of Doom movie? Yes, I would. If the superheroes, if the Justice League were the characters that they should be. So we just got to get that right, man. You can't have one without the other. So there you go. That's, that's pretty much the straight-up movie news I have for today. And I'm going to jump right into another thing, and you've heard me call it Reboot Roundup. So we're going to go jump into Reboot Roundup, and I tell you, I actually found a list of just an incredible amount of reboots, <laughs> remakes, reboots. That's what I, I just made up a new word, remoot. <laughs> a bunch of remoots coming out. And... Uh, Man, the list is unbelievable. So I think I'm going to knock out a few every episode just so we can try to keep up. And I don't have a lot of details on these, but what I do, I'll try to share with you, and you can make up your own mind if we're just totally so unoriginal we can't come up with anything that's worth seeing again. First thing we're kicking off, we're getting a Men in Black reboot. And my question is, why? Wow. Why would we do this? Anyways, we get a Men in Black reboot with Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. I, yeah, I just don't know, man. I, I, I don't get it. I, are they trying to make a new one to influence a younger generation? I don't know. So, anyways, this is probably the most absurd one that I've heard. 
And I know this is just big dreaming, but come on, man. Remaking Enter the Dragon. I saw where my buddy Kevin Nez was, you know, showing the uh, the advert for this about <laughs> them remaking this movie. Come on, are, are we that stupid? How are you going to replace Bruce Lee, right? It's like it's like making a Godzilla movie with no Godzilla. I, I just I don't I don't understand the logic here. Hey, here's another popular movie that we can totally destroy and just you know grab the money and run and go. Yep, we're sorry, that was a real bad remake. Thanks for your money, right? Have we not learned anything? I mean, come on. As much as I'm a Bruce Willis fan, do we need him as Charles Bronson in Death Wish? No, we don't. And it's exactly the same road we're going down with this. This is just absurd to replace Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon. I just, it's, it's mind-numbingly dumb. Come on, people. Yep. I'm driving through a little town called Perrier right now where obviously the speed limit is 15. Because that's what everybody's driving right now. Okay. Another reboot. And again, I, I just don't understand it. But here we go. Ace Ventura. Do we really need an Ace Ventura remake? Reboot. Not even a remake, just a reboot. I, again... Jim Carrey, kind of a one-time thing. I don't know that it's worth making another one. I mean, we already tried it with Dumb and Dumber, and we saw how that worked out. So, uh, I don't know, man. It just seems really redonkulous to make an Ace Ventura reboot, right? Hold on, folks. I got a guy turning in front of me here. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. All right. Here's one that I can kind of see a reason why. It is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. But remaking An American Werewolf in London. Um, the promising thing about it is they've got Max Landis, which is you know John Landis' son, the guy who wrote and directed the original, uh, is rewriting it for this reboot. So that's all the information I have on it. But you know what? It's one of those movies where you go, okay... The special effects in that for the time, absolutely top-notch. It set a new standard. It's it's fantastic. I, I love the movie. I love everything about it. You, you like the characters. Um, and like I said, the effects are just insane. And I can see where you'd want to update it because it's one of those movies that has a history. You know, people have heard about this movie because of the effects. So, in today's age, with a younger generation, those effects probably don't look as cool as some CGI morphing thing like we could do now. So, I can see why they would try to redo this and make it for a new generation. Is it a good idea? Probably not. But I'm sure that's been said about every other remake or reboot that's ever been done. Uh, so, we'll see how this goes. I'm not against it. I think I would actually check it out. It's not going to replace the original for me at all. I mean, we tried that with American Werewolf in Paris. Yeah, that was great, wasn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. We'll see how this goes. This this might work out pretty good. Here's one we already know about, but I thought I'd just go ahead and mention it because it's on the list. But we're getting a reboot of Terminator. It's just strange how we just keep going back to these. It, it, it's showing to me more and more that pretty much the 80s... And the 70s 
is just the the best time period for anything because all we're doing is just remaking them all. I can see why you would because there's a lot of years, you know, you got decades that have passed. These movies are 30 and 40 years old. You remake it, that's fine. And I can see the logic behind that. But at the same time, everything we're pulling from is that time period. So, yeah, a new Terminator. You have uh, Linda Hamilton in there again. You got the Schwarzenegger doing it again. I, you know, why not? Let's let's see what happens. Uh, I really think Halloween has kind of kicked off this trend of, you know, getting rid of all the sequels and going back to the original story. Could be good. Could be poison. You decide. Here's one I couldn't help but talk about. <laughs> um, machete kills again. So this is more like a, not a reboot, but more of a, just a continuation. Machete kills again in space. I hope I'm not making that up. I hope that what I read that off of is not making it up. Because where else do you go, right? The final frontier. We've done it with every iconic killer except Leatherface. Why not? Let's take him to space and let him kick some butt. Machete. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty ridiculous. But it sounds like it'll be a lot of fun. So uh, I will I will check that out if that happens. I know it's Rodriguez. I've seen his name attached to it. There is no official dates or anything set for this. Anyways, I, I, it caught my eye. Had to talk about it, folks. If you want to, in the comments on the Facebook group or even just to the Gmail, let me know what you think about any of these ideas. If they're good ideas, bad ideas, ones that you've heard about that maybe you're excited about, I'd be glad to share those on the air and uh, share that with everybody that's riding with us, our passengers in the Blunicorn. So that ought to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And with that, I'm going to jump straight into our 80s song of the day. And we're going to go back to about the mid-80s, a little before that, about 83 or so. And uh, the the only band that matters is what they kind of said at the Baptist band back in the time. And that is The Clash. And we're going to play some Clash, baby. Yeah. And this is actually my favorite song they did. It's probably not the most popular if you're a diehard Clash fan. But uh, this one just always stood out to me. It's a fun song. So if this is your morning time and you're driving to work, hey, just have some fun with this one. That's what it's all about. Here's Rock the Casbah.
There's a video of David Lee Roth from Van Halen back at the uh, the US Festival, 83. And this show is infamous if you're a Van Halen fan. Dude was absolutely tore up before the show even started. And he came out and just made a total buffoon of himself. It's one of the greatest videos I have ever seen. He's, you know, forgetting words to songs. Uh, walks off the stage after the second song, disappears for a long time, and comes out and, and makes a uh, a scene about. He comes out with a with a Jack Daniels bottle, and he's drinking. It and he's like, "I want to let everybody know that this is real Tennessee whiskey here. The only people who drinks tea out of whiskey bottles is the Clash, baby." So. Apparently, you know, he was accusing them of not really drinking. They were trying to put off this bad boy atmosphere. But it was kind of fake because, you know, they didn't get tore up and messed up on stage. Except Daley Roth did. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that. I think you can actually see it on YouTube. That whole concert is just (laughs) amazing in a very bad kind of way. I think you know what I mean. (laughs) It's just to ever see a band just kind of fall apart right before your eyes I can only think of one other situation where I've seen that happen on TV of course this was you know you didn't actually see this on TV it was recorded and we saw it later on but uh, American or not American Music Awards the MTV Awards and uh, this is (laughs) early 90s and Poison's on there and they're playing and it is just a total train wreck and you can tell that they are all just at odds with each other, which I don't see how anybody could get along with Brett Michaels in the first place. Sorry, Brett, if you're listening, that, that you know, I don't know you personally, but I don't know. I see you talk a lot. You seem a little, uh, a little proud of yourself, and that's fine. I mean, 
I, I, I can't compete. But anyways, you know, I could see where the, the blood would mix, right? So uh, that's interesting because that's pretty much where C.C. DeVille got fired because he was all over the place. I don't even know if he was playing the same song that he was singing. It's pretty atrocious. Uh, that may be a little difficult to find, but it's fun all the same. All right, we're going to move right into, uh, I should have included the 80s song in this, but I'm going to start calling it Rick's Radio, right? Rick Radio. And we'll just jump into uh, song requests, things like that, things that are music related. So welcome to Rick Radio. Yeah. And uh, I got a first request here that says, hey, Rick, this is from uh, Jerry C. This is Mr. Venom again. And he says, hey, Rick, how about you quit talking so much and play Cult of Personality by Living Color? Well, well, well just be that way howdy ho sure yeah alright <laughs> of course I'd be glad to play it man I love this song so here you go man it's going out to Mr. Venom cult of personality crank it up we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand <laughs>
Now that's a band right there Really caught everybody's attention when they came out So different for the time Some of the worst Worst clothing I've ever seen <laughs> they, they, I mean they went all out I mean the band's called uh, Living Color And their clothes matched it It's like they just fell into a whole bunch of neon paint Wearing some body glove Biker shorts and Like tuxedo jackets <laughs> Very very strange I guess it was cool at the time But uh man that first album incredible absolutely incredible not so much the other albums i didn't care for those as much but that first one man i I wore it out it's a great album so we got another request right here from derek b my boy derek b and uh, he pretty much he wants to hear some priest he wants to hear metal gods absolutely man here you go metal guys crank it up and beat on the dash
Oh yeah, oh yeah. You can never go wrong with the priest. You're gonna be hearing a lot of priests on this show, I do imagine. Uh, one thing before we cut away, I just wanted to uh, do a quick little stupid review of a movie. Um, I am a guest on the podcast Under the Stairs, which is uh, a show by my buddy Duncan McLeish. And uh, he's got an event going on this summer, which is the top 10 horror movies of the 80s. And uh, we're having to review a lot of shows. You basically t- pick uh, 10 movies from each year. And out of those 10 movies, you narrow it down to two, and that's what passes through. He calls it the Noah's Ark rule, which is pretty cool. And in the process of doing so, you're watching a lot of crap. <laughs> and uh, I happen to be on the show that is 1988. And uh, for this show, we are covering a movie called Black Roses. And if you're familiar with this, it's kind of like Trick or Treat. You remember we covered Trick or Treat the very first episode? This one came out two years later. <laughs> so it came out two years later, and it's a couple of dollars short. That's the best way to describe it. Um, it's not very good, but uh, it's it's still a lot of fun. It's just so demented because it's still playing off of that satanic panic thing like I was talking about where, you know, if you listen to this music, you'll, you know, become a zombie and start killing people or you're satanic or, you know, all that stuff was going on. And uh, this thing gets a whopping 4.6 out of 10. You know, it's a little better than I would have thought, but I love this. Because <laughs> how ridiculous this uh, this uh, plot summary that we have for it. It basically says, Demons hypnotize the general public by posing as rock and roll band. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, these demons roll in. They look like 80s rock stars, the big hair, the spandex. And uh, get on stage and perform. And while they perform, you turn into either some very goofy looking demon or demonized zombies there's really no explanation of what you really do become but uh, yeah your, your face changes and your eyeballs bulge out but you keep on rocking you still get your hands up you're still partying Woo! rock on dude even knowing that you're changing right and it also causes, uh, causes some of them to want to go home and get naked and sleep with you know their best friend's stepfather and I know, uh, or your own stepfather, or come out and you know shoot your dad in the face. It's just really bizarre. Uh, not great effects. There's a creature that comes out of this speaker on a wall that kills this dad who you know hates the music. And man, <laughs> it's a really really bad attempt. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't see this movie making it in the top ten. I don't know. Have to have to wait and see but um yeah not good what was cool about it was the soundtrack is pretty decent because you basically have most of the members of king cobra involved in this thing you've got uh you know mick sweeta carmine apiece is actually in the movie is you know as the drummer of the band you've got uh you know uh, the guy that's singing king cobra doing some of the soundtrack stuff the main song though is from lizzie borden me against the world which again ties right into what I was telling you about in the other episode about that was the mindset of this music was me against the world. You know, nobody understands me. I'm an outcast, yada, yada, yada. So they really played up on that. That's where they knew the kids were gullible, where their weakness was because they drew them in with the music and then they just demonized them. And 
yeah. <laughs> if you're into that kind of stuff and you like uh, low-budget, really bad effects type movies, but are still kind of fun and campy with a killer soundtrack, you know, people driving around in, in some fancy, you know, 80s sports cars, some Ferraris and stuff like that, yeah, man, it's, it's still fun, but I don't really recommend it. So I don't even know how you would even propose that. It's a fun movie, but don't waste your time watching it. Yeah, that pretty much sounds like my kind of review. I can say that about a lot of stuff. Oh man, I absolutely love this movie, but don't bother watching it, because you won't like it. <laughs> I'm, that may just be my disclaimer on every review that I do here, because you're going to be like, I haven't even heard of this crap. Unless you're one of those diehard, crazy horror fans that I'm friends with, then you totally understand. But, uh, yeah. Boy, I love this movie, but don't waste your time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a perfect review for that. Let's see, uh, podcast of the day. Let's see, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and talk about uh, podcast under the stairs. Uh, formerly on Legion podcast, he's kind of floating around out there on his own now. Um, one of the first shows I started listening to, as far as getting into podcasting, uh, actually the reason I am podcasting is because Duncan actually, you know, talked to me and and we started talking about the process of recording and all that kind of good stuff. So he's been a huge help with getting me started. And his show is top shelf, man. It's a great, great show. Uh, covers all genres of, of the horror world. Um, very good production. Uh, always has a guest on and just cranking them out, man. This guy, I call him the machine. He cranks out so much material. Um, you need to check out a show if you have not. So definitely just go to you know Google podcast under the stairs it will lead you to it he's on soundcloud everywhere else check out one of the shows i would personally pick one that has a, a character on there well he's not a character he well he is a character but a, a, a co-partner he has on there called the boz and the idea there is he's a novice to the horror world he hasn't seen hardly anything so he's testing all these movies that are so-called classics on him and i'm telling you you'll just like with me, you'll you'll run off the road because you'll be laughing so hard. Great, great chemistry with those two. Great, great show. You're never not going to be entertained with one of those shows. So definitely check those out. That's pretty much going to do it for this episode. Hey, I appreciate you hanging out. Thanks for sticking with me. Like I said, if you want to, make sure you go check out the Facebook group that's up and running now. And also, uh, if you have any comments... Any questions for me to answer on the show? Uh, any song requests that you want done, just like the guys we had today? Just throw them on the uh, on the Gmail, which is under my wheels pod at gmail.com. And just leave your comments and stuff there. Be glad to have you as part of the show. Thanks for being my passenger. And we will see you again next time. Till then, folks, keep her between the lines.